Al het vroegere Nuon in Weesp heeft de autoriteit Consument en Markt vandaag een inval gedaan. De verkoopactiviteit in ons land en met name die van de deur-tot-deurverkoop hebben al een tijdje de aandacht van de ACM. Vooral nadat er klachten kwamen van consumenten die zich met babbeltrucs en niet juiste informatie door vattenvalmedewerkers misleid voelden. Volgens het bedrijf is na eigen ingrijpen het aantal klachten inmiddels afgenomen. De politie van Denemarken heeft 20 mensen gearresteerd die ervan worden verdacht een aanslag te hebben willen voorbereiden en daarvoor wapens en explosieven aan het regelen waren. Volgens de hoofdcommissaris ging het om militante moslims die werden aangehouden in het kader van een landelijke antiterrorismeactie. Wanneer en waarop de aanslag zou plaatsvinden is niet bekendgemaakt. De conservatieve partij van de Britse premier Johnson ligt nog steeds op kop in de peilingen, maar de afstand tot Labour slinkt. Volgens de opiniepeiling is het onzeker of hij de benodigde meerderheid in het parlement haalt. Zijn voorsprong van een meerderheid van 68 zetels is geslonken tot 28 volgens de peilingen. Johnson heeft een ruime meerderheid nodig om de brexit snel en zonder tegenwerking uit te voeren. Labour-leider Corbyn heeft een nieuw referendum beloofd als Labour wint. Morgen gaan de Britten naar de stembus. En de satellietfoto die moest aantonen dat vlucht MH17 door een Oekraïens gevechtsvliegtuig is neergehaald was nep. Dat heeft de baas van het eerste net van de Russische staatsomroep toegegeven in een interview met het blad The New Yorker. Kanaal 1 van Rusland wilde met de foto vier maanden na de MH17-ramp in 2014... de toen al geldende theorie weerleggen dat MH17 uit de lucht was geschoten met een raket. Al snel werd duidelijk dat er was gesjoemeld met het beeld dat ook veel ouder bleek te zijn. Het weer in de loop van de avond vanuit het zuidwesten regenbuien en meer wind. Vannacht is het bewolkt met regen en 2 tot 5 graden bij een matige zuidenwind. Morgen wordt het afwisselend bewolkt en zonnig, dan ligt de temperatuur rond een graad of 6. Tot zover het radionieuws. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. Wednesday evenings from 6 until 7 on 107.5. This is Student Radio Maastricht 107.5. Kom met me mee naar Maastricht. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht 107.5. Benny Newman, Ode aan Maastricht. Paren van het Limburgse land. Staat met een eigen gezicht. Mijnen gesticht en door de Fransen beïnvloed als geen, kom maar dan gaan we erheen.
Fett mit mir in Flanen. Auf die Bulkon dieses Fee. Stadt von Tradition, von Wirok und Bier. Altijd het grootste plezier. Staat aan de kolkende maas, weinig bezongen helaas. Staat zoals jij bent, zo is er niet een. Kom maar, dan gaan we erheen. Student Radio Maastricht. My name is Katinka van Kan. I am your host for tonight. I'm here today with Ruby on tech and Raphael as our observer, but feel free to join the conversation as well. Randy is here as my uh, guest for today. Randy, Hello. will you introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. So uh, my name is Randy. Uh, I'm 31 years old. I work for an American company as a software developer and project lead. Uh, and I work from home. Uh, I wanted to say I'm not really a student, but but I actually am. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, and what do you study? So uh, uh, psychotherapy and practical philosophy. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's a two-year course in the evenings. Thank you. Welcome in uh, in the show tonight. Uh, we just started with a song "Ode aan Maastricht" from Benny Nijman, which is a song dedicated to Maastricht and. Uh, also an invitation to come to Maastricht. Today we will talk about the life in Maastricht and then specifically the student life here. Uh, what makes your life a so-called student life? What are some of the problems we all have to deal with? And are there any simple solutions? So our goal for today is uh, to realize maybe a more relaxed way of living as a student in Maastricht. I put together a playlist with a few of my favorite songs that will uh, untangle some of these parts of the student life. And we will start off with uh, another song, I the Mighty, Chaos in Motion. Close with, we'll set fire to all we leave behind. 
in motion by I the mighty uh, I love this song I hope I you guys yeah, I hope you guys <laughs> liked it as well uh, why did I choose it obviously the title is chaos in motion and uh, for me uh, I'm a student life coach so I talk a lot about students who have a lot of chaos in their lives and student life is basically a lot of chaos in motion as I see it uh, students are running from one event or a challenge or assignment to another especially in December it's a lot of chaos in this month and uh, that new year right in front of the door. Um, yeah, in the student life, yeah, <laughs> very important things. And the student life is usually usually a lack of structure. That's what I see a lot. Maybe a lack of guidance, clear goals. I don't know if any of you recognize this from your personal life or student life. Definitely. Oh, yes, both. Yeah, Randy, I see a lot. And even after that, because Ravel, you're not studying anymore, but I think student life doesn't stop when you're done studying. You but study life, huh? Yeah, That's you study point. life. That's mm -hmm. one thing. And also that chaos kind of... Persists. But in Maastricht yeah. especially, there's a lot of students here as well. But what I understood, Randy, you are also not necessarily a student, right? So Yeah, I'm sort of a student. Like, uh, yeah. Sort of. yeah, sort of. Yeah. S so my day job is not it's not being a student, but mm. yeah, I do it on the side. So, so, so. <laughs> and how is that treating you? Is it still a lot of chaos, or is it oh, pretty yes. relaxed? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yes, yeah. It's pretty pretty difficult, you know, to yeah to work from home. So that requires a lot of discipline and uh, and self control and uh, yeah. And uh, then and then if you have a yeah a course next to it, that's. Uh, yeah, it's a, a cha a challenging to to say the least. Yeah, a bit yeah. stressed maybe. Yeah. And how do you do? You have certain ways to make sure that that chaos doesn't take over your whole life, or what do you do for that? Yeah, I basically have um, a, a checklist. So so a lot of checklists, you know. Uh, yeah, so I have one for yeah for the day for the morning, but I really plan it like uh, yeah on time. So yeah, so really yeah really have a schedule. So even though I don't have to get up early, you know, I don't, yeah I just do and I dress up even though I don't mm -hmm. have to. So, so that all helps, and uh, yeah. And does that take all the chaos away, or is it just helping it, and it's still there? 
Yeah, it uh, yet helps uh, kind of, but but yeah, it's still there. It's actually uh, I notice it every day. You know, every day you have this mm. chaos in the back of your mind a bit, and you really have to be yeah on point with your with yourself to uh, to drive yourself. If I speak for myself, I uh, also have still a lot of chaos. Obviously, I have my own business, um, but that student life never really stopped for me. I studied here in Maastricht as well, and started. Uh, I'm from Maastricht as well. So very familiar with the way things go here. But yeah, I also kind of love it. It makes life exciting as well, as, as long as you exactly. can manage it a little bit. Well, chaos is always great, but <clears throat> I'm so sorry for my voice, but I'm getting a bit sick. <laughs> this is Batman, by the way. Um, uh, but chaos is always great, but like you also need the schedule, right? Like that's... Exactly. I must ask you, okay, because you just mentioned it. Do you have a schedule for your day normally as well? Just you plan it from morning till the evening or yes i do actually yeah and you don't study uh, so you make your own schedule or yeah yeah so i make my own schedule for yeah for mm. the day job and yeah yeah and the schedule for and what's your day job uh, a software programmer okay yeah what's what, what are you programming right now uh basically only uh yeah web applications mm. so, uh, so that's what it is yeah. so it's very different from your studies because you're studying yeah. more psychological yeah, exactly. So on one side, I have the yeah, the really like yeah, the analytical stuff, the the yeah, the logical side, and then yeah, the, the yeah, the creative side. So Might be like, a good skill to have as well. If during the day you are so planned and working with numbers and schedules, and maybe that helps you with getting that study life a bit organized uh, next to that. Yeah. yeah, and at night you are Batman. Awesome. Sorry. And at night you are Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And studying. Yeah. No <laughs> schedule, man. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Cool. Yeah, what I also love uh, about this song, because obviously the title is Chaos Emotion, um, but it's about that moment where your subconscious mind meets your conscious mind, you mm. know, the daydreaming. Um, I always remember when I was in a lecture, when I was still studying, thinking like, oh, what would happen if I would just, you know, yell maybe now, or if I would just walk out, um, do something extreme, fantasize about that a little bit. And we usually forget about these thoughts, but I think they are very important thoughts. Because it's something that you don't, um, yeah, you don't really control, but it makes you aware of what maybe is a different, yeah, different mm. options that you have, different things that you could do right now, mm. uh, maybe something that you don't dare but want to do. Um, yeah. Well, maybe. a lot of, a lot of, well, the open brackets, successful people calls brackets, right? They like, there is some stories mm. when they say like, oh, I quit my studies and then I started my business, right? So yeah. the question is, what is studying because I had like these discussions with some of my friends recently and you ask yourself there's so many students going per year to university right yeah and like does the fact that you just went to uni make you I don't know smarter or is it the effort you've put into it as well right so like the, at the same time you should ask yourself like do I need this to actually achieve my full potential or can I just quit and actually start my business focus on like this narrow thing not the thing that 30 other people are doing alongside me during their year, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's something that's very obviously going to unions, very organized, something that we think we have to do most mm. of the time. Uh, but there's different options. And I can imagine that maybe if your studies is not the thing you want to do, or at some point you realize, I like studying, but there's other options in life as well. Like you say, starting your own business. That's something that you can do anytime. If that's mm. your path, if that's something that you think... Uh, yeah, you can work out. You should definitely take the chance to do that. Make it turn your life into yeah. a bit of a chaos, and then change it in whatever you want it to be. 
Yeah, 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 and, and to add to that, it's also about the planning of you know to yeah to plan your yeah yeah your free time you know yeah yeah as real as that sounds you know yeah you plan all the stuff that you want to do but but always nobody thinks about actually planning stuff to do nothing you know for a while yeah you're very be, be yeah good <laughs> in planning I think exactly. <laughs> it's I a hear. bit of a luxury these days to like be able to plan your free time as well right yeah, that I mean is, for yeah. some people at least but yeah absolutely mm. yeah but I think that does help a lot um, it's something that helped me a lot doing my third studies because I studied three times uh, but then I was also running my own business and making that combination it's the same thing with studying and working like you do Randy how do you combine that I think a proper planning in a way that suits you because we learn a lot on uh, you know in school how you are supposed to plan or how you're supposed to do things but maybe if it doesn't work for you it can only cause more chaos in your life yes yeah so absolutely. I think it's very important to see what works for mm. me or what's uh, what's the way that I want to do this yeah, exactly. So yeah, so the way I do it, I just have, uh, you know, I just allocate, um, yeah, um, a f yeah, a fixed amount of time that, yeah, that I spend on working. Yeah, and I just make sure that I have, yeah, that 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 I spend that that time that I allocate. Um, but I try to do it, you know, to have a bit of a schedule, but also not too much of a schedule because otherwise, yeah, it's too, you know, too organized. Too organized, yeah. and then yeah, can yeah, be stressful can as well. Yeah. yeah, when you have that specific time frame and something takes a bit longer, yeah. what are you gonna do? Or if you finish early and you figure, oh, I have time for one episode of Netflix, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's also never one episode. Yeah, it's <laughs> big mistake that I sometimes make. Like ah, I watch one episode and then I'll finish the rest of my work, and then the whole schedule just collapses around you. Yeah. So yeah, I think Absolutely. that's a very fine line in between having the specific times and what you need things to be done, but also giving yourself some space to work in between that and see what it is that you actually need to do mm. uh, to finish uh, properly, if it's an assignment or if it's your work. Or, uh, or just relax, it's also important. Right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, <laughs> relax time. Yeah. Yeah, have People focus on everything, but forget to relax. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely important, especially for your mind. If you have some studying to do, then it's make sure that you're mind gets rest as well mm -hmm. same thing as your muscles you cannot go to, g to the gym like eight hours a day all the time yeah. and it needs to be some time to relax and i think that's for your mind as well all right cool i'm just gonna look at ruby for a second are we ready for a next song do you have anything to add we've got four minutes for the next song oh so you can so we can continue the conversation all right cool nice. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you're not studying anymore and you're working on apps yeah. I wonder how my voice sounds right, right now, but um, <laughs> are you planning to start your business in relation to what you are doing right now? Or are you self-employed right now? How does it work? What are you? Uh, no, I'm actually uh, fully employed, but I have mm -hmm. all the, yeah, all the perks. perks? Yeah, how I would yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> I do <laughs> yeah. say perks, but those yeah. are perks, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the way, yeah, yeah. It's the way you look at it, but yeah, I mm. can say that perks, but, but yeah. Um, so basically also maybe to add, uh, because I also have the freedom to plan my own time when I mm. work. So, so yeah, I can, I can work at night. It's I a freedom but a burden as well, right? Like when it's you both. really have yeah. to, yeah. Absolutely both. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It can be very challenging because yeah, when you go to, yeah, to a day job, you know, you have, yeah, fixed time, they have to be on office, you know. Those lucky office. bastards. Lucky bastards. <laughs> so very lucky. I'm like, like, I wish I was Love doing structure. like 48 yeah. hours a week. Exactly. Mm. But, but, but actually to add to that, because um, when I first had a conversation with my boss who, yeah, who hired me, he said, Randy, you have to be, really think about if this is what you want, because if you don't have the, you know, it's not for everybody. And if you yeah. don't have the, yeah, yeah, the discipline, yeah it, yeah, it can get you depressed or not even, he said, it's very, very difficult. And mm. yeah, because most people say, oh man, you have the best job in the world, Randy, you can travel yeah, anywhere, you know, you can work from anywhere. 
And I'm like, well, it's a bit more, yeah, a bit more nuanced than that. It's, uh, it's difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. maybe too much, too much freedom as well at times. It's terrible, yeah. to be honest. It's actually very, very I mean, for, in my experience, yeah. because I work as a chef normally. So, you know, you have like the fixed right. schedule. It sucks pay-wise or whatnot, but like what, what I like about it is just like the, the pressure, the momentum, you know? I used to work for some uh, cultural organizations as well in the office, getting paid for it. And then the, the problem is that you spend eight hours in the office and you have a problem to solve and the solution may not come for like two days, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you sit there for like 17 hours and you feel like you achieved nothing, you know? So like that is the, <clears throat> the challenge that comes with like this kind of line of work, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Randy, what would yeah. you like to do maybe when you finish your studies? Do you have a specific goal or a specific area that you want to be? Because IT is obviously very something very different than what you're studying for, but also yeah. you have different type of job now. What would you prefer for your future to look like? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, I actually uh, I started this with the thought of working on myself, you know, prepare for yeah mm-hmm. for self development. Um, but as yeah. I started doing it, you know, yeah, there are many things you can do. You can yeah. Th- so the course basically um, yeah um, gives you the skills to be uh, a therapist. So yeah. I might want to do something with that. I actually thought of doing uh, yeah actually a vlogs or just um, yeah offering an online um, you know chatting session for people that, that need help so I yeah. thought about this as well yeah and like uh, online coaching or yeah, online yeah. therapy something like that yeah yeah it's very nowadays yeah exactly yeah, yeah and there's endless possibilities in that as well <clears throat> is there a yeah. movement like this already actually because okay I haven't heard of a digital coaching you mean yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well it's something that I as a coach also offer mm. uh, I've coached yeah. somebody who lives in South Africa Hmm. So I would love to travel there for every session, but obviously it's a bit of a challenge. But it works really well because we're <coughs> very used to being in a digital world. And obviously you're looking at a screen, but with Zoom, I usually do it with Zoom, but Skype works as well. Uh, with the internet being so as good as it is. one on one like Skype sessions yeah, or on one couching one. essentially. And you don't have mm. to, for some people it's even, they prefer it because they can be uh, at home and have their session and then uh, you don't have to leave, you don't have to go anywhere. Mm. And it's actually, it has something to do with our next song that we're going to listen to right now. Ooh. Yeah, and we'll continue talking to uh, on this topic. So this is a song by Jamiroquai, if I pronounce mm. that properly. Uh, I don't know. And it's Nobody knows how to pronounce Virtual <laughs> Insanity. Virtual insanity. Virtual insanity, yeah. So let's see what he has to say about that. Interesting.
Yes, that was Jamiroquai with Virtual Insanity. Um, yeah, Virtual Insanity set out to warn us of the danger um, in becoming too immersed in our digital lives and not connected enough to the real world. And this disconnect is something that we see happening more and more these days. And I see this becoming a real problem for students here in Maastricht as well. And just for a bit of a reference, this song is over 20 years old. And uh, that means that it came out before Facebook, before Twitter, before Instagram. And Virtual Insanity was released around the time that two students at uh, Stanford University were setting up some weird new search engine to take on Yahoo and Alta Vista. We now know this, uh, this weird new search engine as mm -hmm. Google. But for me, it's a spot on with the, with the problems that come along with the student life or just even the life after that uh, these days. Because I see that a lot. There's unrealistic goals that we set, um, you know, ourselves, but also universities, parents, family, friends. It's the whole package and everything we see on Facebook, everything we see on Instagram that we want to achieve as well. You know, you have to be everywhere always, intent, every party possible, know everything about anything because, you know, Google knows, so you can look it up, so you have to know. Yeah, and this is a lot of uh, lot of stress, actually. We were talking a bit about this virtual insanity before we started the song as well. I would like to tag along on that. Um, yeah, Randy, as a student, but also working, working in IT, so this is also a bit of the area that you're uh, moving around a lot these days. What's mm -hmm. your view on this the virtual insanity yeah yes yeah, so it's a really interesting point um i do think that you know when you look when you look at these tools you know like like instagram or facebook or yeah whichever mm. tool there's i mean the tool itself is not it's not really you know the yeah a bad thing it's a yeah it, it can be a really helpful tool but but it's usually the way how yeah how it's used you know that that really yeah. makes a difference and uh, and that's uh, i mean to make a comparison with uh, yeah with what, what we do at, at work i mean they because the company I work for is like a thousand people and they fly everybody, or at least a portion of it, a large portion, um, yeah, to uh, to the headquarters once or twice a year, just w to meet Where up. is that, the headquarters? Uh, that, uh, that, uh, that's in the US, in, uh, in okay. Ohio. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So they fly uh, everybody there just because of the reason, yeah, that real life communication is, is yes, much more valuable, much more productive and, uh, yeah, it doesn't always work to have all these meetings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what's the company name? Uh, Stratacash. Starter Cash. Stratacash. Stratacash. Yeah, yeah, it's a really weird name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why are you asking? <laughs> You're Curiosity. Yeah, you want to look uh, it up afterwards? Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. Going to Google search it. <laughs> I want to be flown down to the US. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So, Randy, did you fly down to the US as well for one of these meetings yeah. yet? I yeah. think for me, what I find most hard is the fact that so much university work relies on a computer because all your essays have to be done online, all your yeah. work has to be done online, all the communication is often done online. And often, even like me, I do an arts education, but yeah. yet I spend an inconceivable amount of time looking at programs like InDesign and Photoshop and Premiere, and it ends up being more of a virtual reality of constantly staring into a screen, mm -hmm. and you're trying to be productive, but actually you're just sort of looking into a screen, trying to get things done in a virtual world, and you sort of lose touch of what the outcome's meant to be. So I'm making a yeah. film. I'm working sometimes 15, 20 hours a day on a screen, but I forget that I want it to be shown in a theater by people who are going to see it and not in this like tiny screen environment. And I think that's a very hard balance to strike. Yeah, definitely. Thank mm. you, Ruby. Um, 
can I can I ask an yeah. add-on question for that? Because you you're at art school, yeah. So making art, a lot of that's digitally. Well, do you I see that? <laughs> do you see that uh, digital part or, or the big portion of it being digitally influencing <laughs> your creativity or your end product as well? I don't think so. I think you can always be as creative, whether it's in the digital sphere or not. I think part of the struggle is is when all the tools now are so reliant on that and it's yeah. very hard to find a time when you can work with your hands easily because I'm someone who also is very physical and very focused in like making with my hands but then yeah. I'm stuck in a creative situation where it all has to be done in this digital sphere and sometimes that's very difficult even with photography it's like yeah. all digital now so it's again this balance between like yeah you're meant to take time away from the virtualness away from the thing and it's not just tools like instagram and facebook and procrastination it's the fact the work itself is digital and i'm sure randy has things to say about that being in it yeah absolutely yeah 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 so yeah i can totally relate to that because yeah me too i spent you know hours on the screen like a whole day sometimes and i think it's also really yeah a problem that we're not really used to you know because it's um, unnatural it's it's yeah it's something that yeah was never the case yeah for for humanity it's a bit unnatural very new because even this very song new. that yeah. we just heard came out before everything that we're talking about now all yeah. the apps all the tools yeah exactly yeah and uh I think conspiracy <laughs> not yet next show <laughs> <laughs> maybe who knows yeah um so yeah, it gives you know it's a new set of problems that yeah that calls for new new kind of solutions and yeah it's a bit of a chicken and egg problem sometimes because yeah you want to start the screen but you also want to be creative but what what we actually do at at the company is also we yeah we write down stuff on yeah yeah on the whiteboard so even you know yeah we, yeah we have these tools these computers but still having having a pencil and mm. write things down yes yeah. it's, it's more it's personal so more, to write personal, something yeah. by your hand than exactly yeah. what what i wanted to ask sorry because before i lose it it comes back to what we talked about like two, two three minutes ago like what ruby said about uh university you supply all of your uh artwork mm -hmm. all of your uh, essays whatnot through internet right so like if you think of it also when it comes to job applications you just become like from an artist like in the real world like i created this this and that you just become like a string of data right you just forward it to people and then it's like okay positive 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 negative and then it's like it's literally binary choice with instead of like this human like choice of like okay it may be not what i expected but it's something special something for sure chaos is human nature you know like that's why yeah, this definitely. virtual insanity like <clears throat> virtual insanity, in my opinion, despite being very chaotic, is also very orderly because people expect very specific things from it. It's like you either match it or you don't, you are in or out, you know? Yeah, there's no way it around loses it. loses the human element of like the pure chaos. Sometimes you love something terrible someone did, you know? This is not what happens on the, at least in my opinion. For instance, if the, I walk into a meeting or say I uh, submit a film for exhibition, Mm. submitting it online is a different feeling to like okay i'm gonna hand people. in a dvd and we're gonna watch it with the people assessing whether it's for the yeah. film festival or not it's we'll a different, call you back yeah it's, it takes it's like away a bit i didn't leave pride, my phone maybe. yeah it's a different way of submitting things and a different way of interacting mm. with it and i think that's the world as a whole it's not just education at this point it's a lot of Who things you know. yeah 
Yeah, so do you guys see a solution for that? If you see people losing parts of themselves, maybe parts of their way of doing things of pride in that digital world. I don't think it's a problem to be solved as such. I think it's just different. It's a challenge that needs to be addressed by humanity. It's like, we are all going to do it. But it's not a problem as such to be solved. It's like a different way of approaching it, I think. Mm. I think it's much more like, oh, this is happening. How do we think How do about we tag that? along and still have your own identity yeah. within that, within that new... But then there's other, there's other school of thought is the virtual school. It's just your identity. own identity as well. Like, it's just another form of identity. Oh. I mean, cyberspace you is just as real as the real you. It's just another form of expressing ourselves. Yeah, it can be. I think that's a very good point that you make, Ruby. Thank you. I also see the other side of that sometimes where people are so caught up and then it's, I'm not really talking about uh, within the studies. Mm -hmm. Maybe like with you, you can have your whole art uh, video thing, everything digitally. But when you have somebody that loses their identity because they don't know who they am anymore because everything has to be beautiful on Instagram and homogenized uh, you know, you know yeah, you like have to everything be everywhere. needs to be the same kind of well the same but yeah, different or better, you see other people achieving everything and I have to have that as well I have mm. to have pictures in foreign countries as well on my Instagram I have to travel I have to ace presentations and have Bucket nice boomerangs about that yeah I think it can be it can either uh, be a way of expressing yourself or maybe a way of losing yourself within that yeah I think giving up yourself of, yeah. rather than yeah. losing I think but all well, both are actually yeah. So take Sorry. responsibility yeah. for that. I think that's something that's very yeah, important. Yeah, both ways. Yeah. Take yeah. responsibility and what am I putting out there? How am I doing that? And make sure that you yeah. find your way of making it like stronger, a way of expressing yourself instead of yeah, yeah having everything tag along. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're ready for it, we're going to listen to another song. Um, this is Alice Merton. No roots. No roots. No roots. No we're roots. We're going to have oh. a small conversation about that afterwards as well. Fantastic. Let's enjoy nice. the song first. I like digging holes and hiding things inside them. When I grow old, I hope I won't forget to find them. Cause I've got memories and travel like gypsies in the night. I build a home and wait for someone to tear it down. Then pack it up in boxes, head for the next. I've got no roots, but my home was never on the ground. I've got no roots, but my home was never on the ground. I've got no roots. I've got no roots. I've got no roots, but my home was never on the ground. I've got no roots, but my home was never on the ground. I've got no roots. I've got no roots. 
find them. I've got no. song it has a great vibe to it um, but it also captures the vibe of feeling lost that's what she's singing about and I think in the music you feel that as well um, and then maybe if we connect that to the student life or what we were talking about the real living in a real world and a digital world um, yeah you can start feeling lost in those places as well maybe studying here because I'm the only one that was born and raised and mm -hmm. still here in Maastricht but all of you are not from here um, yeah, so you can feel lost in a place, maybe because it's not your home, or if you feel like, do I, am I going to put my roots here now? Will I have, the, after studying, you know, start my life here, or maybe continue traveling? What am I going to do? Ruby, we talked about it a little bit. You felt yeah. a bit lost now, almost finishing your studies, and what comes after that? Yeah, so I've got like about six months left now before I finish my studies and the question is is I've put a huge network here in the city now I've got like all my friends here but then many of them are finishing their studies as well yeah. and the question is is where do I want to spend my life and this is a bizarre town in the south of the Netherlands yeah. in many ways it's a small town and doesn't do a lot of the things that I like doing but at the same time it's That's also why I have a made it my home to you, Katinka, yes. because you were born and raised in Maastricht. Yes. But aren't you bored of Maastricht? No, I think um, my problem might be that my roots here, I can just not get away from them. Mm. <laughs> I love to travel. Uh, I feel like at least once a year I have to get out of, well, not just Maastricht, but get out of the Netherlands. Uh, and I like to go far, like go to the US, go to South Africa. I've been there a few times uh, and even for longer periods, like I've worked in South Africa for a few months. Great country. Yeah, so I really have to, yeah, at some point have to get out of Maastricht, get out of the Netherlands, but then I can only do that when I know I'm coming back. Because mm. in some way I have to be here. So you want to be here always? Or yeah, well. I, did, that's, <clears throat> I also decided to um, yeah study here. Obviously my studies was nearby in Sittard, so I stayed in Maastricht. But now I did decide on starting my business here. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have, have to look at Randy. Exactly, because it's very mm -hmm. similar what you say. I had the same thing. Because I moved to uh, UK for one year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had yeah my whole uh, so, uh, social circle here. Yeah, uh, where, where I grew up. So it's half an hour by, by, by car from here. Um, but yeah, I can I can really imagine that. You know, I, I would not want to live in UK or, or anywhere else uh, for that. But reason. then for me because and Rafa, I think it's a different you, situation. I don't want to live in the UK, different. okay? I know no, what you do to I Polacks. Mean, yeah. <laughs> 
possible anymore either. But I, you know, I left the UK with many ways of never going back, you know. Mm. Like, I was like, the moment I could, I moved away, and I never had any intention of going back precisely because I didn't feel like I had any roots there. You there you go, Boris Johnson. There you go, Boris. Fuck Boris. Fuck Boris Johnson. <laughs> like, if you win tomorrow, I hate you oh, and fuck, fuck you. you. Let's oh. just quit that here right now. We <laughs> can cut so this, know. right? This is not live. Oh, this is totally live. Oh, well, fuck Boris Johnson. <laughs> But yeah, so you didn't feel like you had the roots in London to start with? London or Norwich, where my parents live now, I just don't feel like, yeah, I've got family there, but my social circle's there, the culture there is not something I really vibe with necessarily. It's yeah. not really where I felt at home. And after Brexit, I felt distinctly like European. Well, the Brexit hasn't like, happened yet. Huh? <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but you feel the feeling of it there. Mm. And for me, I wanted to go somewhere else and I ended up in this town. But then the huh. question is, is this town already feels more of a home than Norwich did to me. So it's mm. like, what Yeah, for me it feels mean, more like know? home than yeah. my hometown yeah. as well, for weird reasons as well. It's so where are you from? What's your hometown? Poznan. It's a uh, Polish city, Central West. Okay, cool. So and you feel more rooted here then after Yeah, I mean, I lived here, here for here. like seven years. And honestly, during those, like, <clears throat> even during first two, three years I spent here, like whenever I was going back to my hometown, I felt more homesick about what's happening here yeah. than for like the other time when I was like here compared to my hometown, you know? It's it's also related to the fact of all the things that we are doing together, but... Yeah, but yeah. I think also, uh, Ruby, what you said, the vibe. I went to, I've, I've been to a lot of places, traveled all over the US, traveled everywhere in Europe. Um, thanks to my parents. Thank you guys for Weird taking Weird flex, us. but okay. <laughs> no, but I went to South Africa um, and then I stayed there for a few months and I came back and that was the first time in my life when I ever was actually homesick. I never got homesickness, mm. but now, and I still have it. I want to still want to go back and I feel like, mm. and that has something to do with the vibe of the people there, the way that they live their lives. The I wouldn't say opportunities because it didn't feel like there were a lot of opportunities there for me, but just a way of living mm. matched so much yeah. with me. But it's also yeah, the way yeah. people behave towards you, you know? In yeah, many, exactly. Of course. Yeah. In many big cities, you know, you often have this thing about moving to the big city and feeling lost in the busyness and feeling lost in the thing the in a small race. town, you know? Yeah, yeah, in a rat race, you know? Like in mm. London, it's very easy mm. to move and you feel completely lost and isolated because of how big it is in many ways. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in Maastricht, studying here, because it's such a small town, you very quickly know But it also creates its own problems, right? For like sure. if it's such a small town, everyone knows everyone, you mess up with one person and then boom, you know? Exactly. And Half of the city is that? A lot. <laughs> Many. <laughs> oh, we I can have another like... Even in terms of that. relationships, you know? Like the moment you've slept with one person in the town, every, it's... You slept with everyone, you slept is that what you're Not, not <laughs> everyone, <laughs> but everyone knows everyone. Knows you everyone. want to tell us something, Ruby? Yeah. Huh? No. No. <laughs> I'm such a slut, it's fine. Yeah, but also this, I think, a student life of that part of your life, you know, studying mm. and then what comes after, there's also a moment to learn about who you are, where, where do I want to be, um, what place do I want to have in this world, if you take it that far. Um, the world that is ending, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so maybe, Randy, you're still studying, figuring that out. Ruby, I'm going to look at you as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, where are you guys in that place? Are you there yet? Or? Yeah, yeah, it is constantly in my mind, to be honest, because yeah, because you're also torn apart a bit by the thought that, you know, think, uh, I mean, the grass, yeah, it's always green on the other side, so you think of, yeah. oh, I go to that <laughs> the, the glass is always green on the, the other side. <laughs> No, oh. I meant the grass, uh, yeah, yeah. the Dutch grass. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no, um, sorry. Yeah. No, no worries. Um, so yeah. So with that thought, I yeah, I went to UK. I thought like yeah, because you yeah, you live in your home country. Yeah, you don't know anything else. You don't have a reference board. You think oh, it must be better there. And then you go there, and you actually start to notice. You know, it's great. You know, in the first three months or to six months, you're like, mm. oh, it's awesome. It's so much better than us. And then after six months, you're like, oh, this is shit, this shit. Better than us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, totally, totally. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. So, but but the thing that the thing that ultimately ultimately at least matters for me, um, yeah, is the connection with both yourself and the people around you. I think mm. That yeah. that for mm-hmm. me makes a real difference. Yeah, it makes everything this, in the workplace yeah. as well. You can Absolutely. work for like the shittiest place ever Absolutely. but like your team is gonna save your ass because they are just fantastic people right yeah and that's why you want to stay as well in maastricht it's a yeah. shitty place but great people i never said that we are we are gonna cut it it's just a podcast uh, you can it? you can call it a shitty place i mean you have stayed no, here for, for sorry, seven sorry, years sorry. i love not maastricht going anywhere, i do love so. maastricht apparently you do yeah it's a yeah. bit of a love-hate relationship it is maybe. i always keep telling for people. sure yeah <laughs> uh, and ruby do you have any idea on that journey oh where you're still figuring it out i mean for me what's super strange is i moved here and lived in the same and into the house i live in now and i'm super lucky okay, that the yeah. house is super the haunted house amazing the haunted house. haunted house it's got a reputation here in Maastricht now you know it's where we host events and parties it's where the student radio was born really so for me it's what? this kind of feeling of whoa okay then but this house is coming to an end we're being uh we have to move out by the end of this year and for me, that's sort of an end of an era is even if I move to a new place in Maastricht, I don't think or ever feel like that place did. And that place is more the feeling of home. Of course. No, but, Rui, ways, but listen, yeah. when, when I lived, moved into Maastricht and lived in Maastricht, like my first yeah. two years I spent in squats, right? And once yeah. the places, for whatever reasons, it's like another like series of podcasts we are going to make, by the way. Um, well, why those places got shut down, you know, when, when they were getting shut down, you're also thinking like, oh shit, this is the end of the era. But then again, so many other initiatives sprung from it, you know, For so sure. yeah. keep your spirit strong. Yeah. Haunted house is going to be haunted forever in our yeah. hearts. <laughs> but the student radio is gonna persist. We are survivors of yeah. all things. Oh, yes. And you can find. So, uh, we're gonna find a new place to uh, to haunt ourselves. Many places, <laughs> infinite <laughs> places, Morty. Yeah, but we're looking into it, it and mm. we'll arise from the ashes, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. There's all gonna be ashes. And there's also like new opportunities. Always, sometimes you have to say just uh, screw it, let's do it, and go for a new let's chance, new yeah. opportunity. Don't try, just do it. Just jump. We're going to listen now to Celisu. <laughs> not always. Don't <laughs> always jump. Right. The song yeah, tells yeah. you to jump. Question yourself. <laughs> We're going to listen now to Celisu, the song Fire Fire. She, oh, she yep. talks about that uh, as well a little bit. Just get yourself together and sing the fucking song. So let's see what she has to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> I did. We are allowed to do that here. <laughs> Luckily. Darkness. 
sadness inside Day aches over control And then I'm chained and locked inside my head Fire by Sela Sue, very lovely Belgium singer, actually. Um, yeah, so we're gonna close up. We have another two minutes, I think, before our last song. So, is there anything that you guys want to uh, add to the conversation? Any last notes or thoughts about student life in Maastricht or the life after studying in Maastricht? Any last lessons, maybe? For me, I think that Maastricht is a weird playground i guess i think it's one of the few places where you have a lot of opportunity to do shit it's a sandbox yeah but some kids don't know how to play in it essentially yeah, exactly. but Most i think the kids don't know how i think to play it's only it. now that i'm about to leave almost that i really feel how much freedom there is in the city to kind of mm. do your shit in a lot of places it's yeah like okay i want to say one thing like in my opinion there's like there's this general um like anti-Maastricht, I will call it as such, propaganda, right? 
from, I guess, especially like student related things and whatnot, being like, oh yeah, Maastricht treats us like shit, or we are missing the places and whatnot. But the truth being said, <clears throat> me myself being involved in like the, the scene for like last five, six years, I cannot see too many great projects like being introduced. I mean, there is a few, but like, <clears throat> maybe what people should start complaining on is about the quality on content of content and what people want to achieve. Yeah, I think instead a- of what the city wants to provide, because okay, I also don't this don't agree with everything that the city does, but you I also got a lot of everything. opportunities yeah. from the city itself, you know. So maybe the question is, get your shit together, guys. You know, and sing students the as song. well. <laughs> hmm? Get your shit together and sing the fucking song. Please I think there's, the there's a lot song. of truth in what you're saying. Obviously, you will never agree with everything a humane or mm. government does. But I think there's a lot of opportunities here in Maastricht. Culturally, uh, obviously, you're talking about the squat movement and what's happening in that area right now. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I think there's a lot a of bit. opportunities here as long as you're willing to go for it and work for it as well, because it's not just going to happen. You know, something mm. like the student radio. I mean, we started here November 2017, and here we are three, two and a half years later, and... We survived. We survived, <laughs> and they're going from strength to strength, and, you know, that's... In no small part, the freedom the city in some part does divide. The city is exactly, not perfect. You know? We cannot demonize the city constantly. But it does provide more opportunities than a lot of places might provide, you know? Yeah, a lot I of places that. would shut you down a long time before. We are not North Korea, Korea, right? So. No. Maybe to add to that, I mean, um, yeah, I, I cannot really add to that because I've never grew up here, you know, but I just came here because of the looks, you know? Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, my, no, my just looks are just in a relationship, right? Came here because but of looks. But really, really, that's, that's what it's, it's about for me. And I, and I love the people and, yeah, of course, the student uh, culture makes it really open and, yeah, like a playground. And, uh, and I love that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for your input today and this lovely conversation about life in Maastricht, student life in Maastricht and everything uh, around that. Uh, we're always closing up with something at the cultural agenda. I'm going to look at Ruby now. There's something happening in the Lombabalang. Yeah. Lombabalang. There is Kurva Maj uh, Bulgarian party happening, I yeah. think, right? I think so, yeah. Is Bulgarian or Bulgarian, uh, Balkan, it says. Balkan. So, Same yeah. shit. So if you're interested in that, please uh, join us for that this weekend. Uh, I want to thank Randy for being here and Raphael to jo- for joining Loved us. Loved it. Thank you for uh, making your voice survive through this episode. Ruby, thank you for tech and also joining us in the conversation. Um, and thanks uh, to RTV Maastricht and Code 043 for supporting Student Radio Maastricht as well. So I want to leave this episode with uh, a last song, a song that I love with a, with a message for you guys as well. Um, it's by Clouds and Thorns. Everything is possible now. Oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Oh, I became a millionaire.
Thursday evenings from 6 until 7. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Ewald van Liemt met het radio nieuws. Volgens de burgemeester van het Amerikaanse Jersey 